0: It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now, here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa. Good morning.
1: Good Wait a second. morning.
0: Good afternoon. Now, if you're
1: in the Eastern time zone, it is a little afternoon, just a couple of minutes there. But uh, yeah, welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. In today's show, we're going to be talking about some of what is hope. And how do we keep it? And Melissa has the word for your day.
0: And we have some news you can use. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests which are never an interruption. That's right. They're very much a part of the show. We want to pray with and for you. Also, we want to let you know, we want to give you a special shout out. Hey, welcome and hi, but we can't do that unless you type in your chat box and let us know you're here. So let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And how about letting us know if you still have a cup, what's in it, or maybe you're sitting down to lunch and we'd love to know what you're having. I think it would be great though for those of you that are in the Western part of the country to tell us this morning what is is in your cup. That's right. We care about what you're drinking. This is the Good Morning Show, Monday morning edition at lunchtime.
1: It's the midday edition. It's the
0: midday show. Monday midday
1: motivation. How about that? Good morning,
0: Pastor Scott Cooksey. Bless you and good morning Morning, slash afternoon to you. We're so excited to see you. Yeah. I would love yeah. to hug your neck and Mona's this morning.
1: So we're we're starting a little later today because right? we had a little extra we running had, to do. We uh, had a
0: we had some ministry this morning that was so it was so beautiful and so important and so I just I love I love what the Lord has called us to do. You know, it's such an honor. It's such an honor to yeah. be a minister of the gospel it just really is
1: well and to be in this place to where we can respond and do what is uh necessary at the time instead yep. of putting it off and waiting until later you know
0: that's right that's right good morning janice in spring good morning, texas janice. what you drinking this morning sweet sister probably water probably something healthy janice is that she is healthy
1: yeah so it's uh, supposed to be hot this week
0: um it's, really hot. it's not just here but everywhere. Like right? heat
1: advisories mm-hmm. and all kinds of crazy yep. stuff.
0: Yep, it started yesterday mm-hmm. and we have one week of really hot weather. And Thursday, I think, is gonna kind of be the pinnacle of that. And then I think um after this week, we're supposed to have a little relief. Mm. Um, but we are already noticing it is warm.
1: Wow. Yeah. It has started already uh, uh they're saying uh triple digits in a lot of different places so as janice is saying she's got water in her yep. cup water is essential mm-hmm. this, yeah this time you guys here, stay so, hydrated yeah for sure
0: i learned yesterday that i was not hydrated well yeah yeah good morning pastor ruth morgan in morgantown kentucky bless you sweet sister good to see you this morning I just am very huggy this morning. I'm not, I've not hugged anybody. Really, Heather, I hugged Heather. Well, here's a hug
1: to you too, Patrick. But Ruth. I just
0: feel like I want to hug everyone who's come to the room.
1: Yeah. How are yeah. things in Morgantown?
0: Yeah. It's good to see you guys on this morning. So um, we are actually drinking our, just now drinking our first cups of coffee.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so I'm making, I made something a little different this morning. Do you want to talk about it? What's in your cup? Why not? Let's. Um, This morning we're drinking Elizabethtown Church of the Nazarene auto drip. It's medium roast. It's one of those. It's the E Town blend. It's it's one of those Java Mama independent baristas that that make and sell your. Coffee for you. And this is the Elizabethtown blend. Yeah, Elizabeth courtesy Town of Pastor Church Logan. That's right. Pastor. And Tosh. Tosh and Logan sent us, gave us some Elizabethtown coffee. It's good, you guys. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, it really is. You think is. I I don't know if it's a fundraiser. I'm not sure all the details on that, but um, it's really good. So I like oh, drinking awesome. it. It's medium roast ground coffee and it's in our cup this morning, and I am happy that I have some coffee.
1: Yeah, and you've got your little pink gingham cup that I know is yeah, got some character there.
0: It's weird. It's it's chipped. It's it looks old. Um, there's some weird scratches in the bottom of it, and I absolutely love it. Maybe that's like me, you right? So far from perfect, but yet well, you know that's Jesus the way I still, think. Jesus still loves me. If, Thank you, Jesus. If we could
1: see others. Come on.
0: We haven't do done it. this for a while, huh?
1: If we could see others the way that coffee lovers see that cup that they just love because because of all of its character and all smile. this three, two, one. If we could just see others the way Jesus sees them, like a, a coffee lover sees that cup of coffee and doesn't, they're like, it's got chips and cracks, but you know what? It's my favorite cup. Yeah. And it holds really good stuff That's and uh, has a, a hope and a future right there in that cup.
0: That's good. <laughs> well, that'll <laughs> preach. You know... Pretty much everything does, right? But that's still good. Hey, welcome to the Good Morning Show. At lunchtime, that's right. We've moved just a little bit later today on this Monday morning motivation, but we are so glad that you've joined Terry and I this morning. Listen, we're here to love you. We're here to encourage you. We want to know what's going on in your life. We're going to talk about who knows what. We definitely have some news you can use. We want to pray with and for you. I want to let you know that the Lord is really good and faithful this morning as we got to go and do a hospital visit, which complete honesty total transparency. That's not something Terry and I get the opportunity to do very often. Right. And part of that is a praise the Lord moment. And part of that is just because we have, you know, it's just the way it happens, but I'm telling you this morning, the Lord was really, really faithful. Yeah. And we were really honored and blessed to be a part of that. That's to good. see That just you to know, witness his goodness.
1: As we, um, saw yesterday uh in church we have a lot of people going through a lot of stuff but the lord is faithful i mean god is seeing us through every situation yeah and uh holding people's hands and mm. giving them peace and comfort especially yeah. in times of when they're waiting on diagnosis and uh, all the kinds of things and then when you get the news it's like He just continues to be that comforter, and so uh, he has never
0: let us down. He has never let us down. He'll never let you down. He's so faithful. I love that. And
1: I think that's kind of what brought on this topic of hope. I I was kind of thinking about it last week that it might be a message the Lord was bringing to me for Sunday, and then things went crazy all this week, and it's just been. Uh, a continuation of that because i think that's one thing that we all at one time or another are either low in our tank on hope and we just need to have a little boost a little little extra shot of hope you know because god is faithful to take us into those situations and through those situations amen so we'll talk a little bit about that today about what is hope and how do we keep it um the news you can use yeah some good stuff there and also um uh, I think we got a little video uh, of something that'll help us introduce that topic. Whenever we come to that here in a little bit, oh, that sounds great! Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be good. So we're that glad you've joined good. us today.
0: That sounds really good. It's a different time and it's also a a different crowd that happens when you come on in a different time of day. Yeah. And so I don't know if you've joined us before, but your family, now that you're here, we're super glad that you've joined us. We don't, however, know that you've joined us unless you type in your chat box. So if you don't say hi or hello, then we actually don't know you're here, but we really would love to know. We'd love to give you a special personal hello and welcome you. Also a very special shout out today to our podcast listeners, I love listening yes, to do. podcasts and there's so much content out there. We are very honored and truly grateful that you have chosen to listen to us. We love you and we bless you in Jesus name. Special podcast listeners are the Shelbyville postal workers. They like to listen to podcasts when they sort the mail. Thank you for delivering and taking care of our mail here in the 40065. We truly love and appreciate you. MK in the house, just down the street here in Shelbyville. She's having an iced decaf Starbucks Pike Place coffee with half and half. Good. I'm glad you're still drinking coffee, MK. That's good. I mean, not like still drinking it forever, but I like mean just like into No, no, just like into the day. That would be crazy. I don't have a problem drinking coffee in the morning up until noon, but usually after lunch I switch to cold coffee.
1: Mm, mhm. And especially on a hot day, you know, that cold coffee always makes a difference too. So
0: Yeah, I love cold coffee. But some people are coffee.
1: like, hey, I'll drink hot coffee well, any day, time. Well, I, whatever. I
0: like it. I like it hot. But when I say cold coffee, I mean like iced coffee. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, also as people are coming in and out of the chat rooms, just to remind you, if you have any concerns, heaviness or burdens this morning, we'd love to pray with you. We love to pray for you this Absolutely. morning. So don't forget to let us know how we can do that. We had a grocery giveaway. We had a, a good weekend. Actually, we had a wonderful weekend. And I'm telling you that even in the heat, people still need food. And right. it was an honor to be able to love people and give away food yesterday. I did notice in all honesty, again, let me be transparent. I did notice I wasn't near as motivated to pray with people as I typically am when it was so hot yeah. out. And I and I repent for that.
1: I'll tell you who was. Greg. Greg, you mm-hmm. took up the slack for everything.
0: Greg was amazing. I have to repent, though, because my heart um, was weighed down by my circumstances, and that is not okay. So I just repent to the Lord and to our community for not loving and and, uh, wanting to pray with folks because I was hot and sweaty and feeling kind of low physically just because it was so hot.
1: That's all right. Uh, you know, we we are blessed that we have people who will take up the slack, pick up when uh, when it needs to be uh, done, you know, laying out there uh, on the back of his truck doing the thing. No, and,
0: MK over yeah. holding the sign at the road. Yeah, yeah. Jeff making sure every bag was perfect.
1: Yeah. I and mean, I,
0: we had a great crew. I
1: know that there were, I saw at least on two or three occasions where Mary Kay was out there holding that sign and uh, somebody pulled into the parking lot because, because she was out there. they saw holding yeah. the sign, no because doubt. Because she was holding the sign. No doubt.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was not very many of us yesterday because of so many circumstances. But can I tell you something? It was a mighty group and and well done, River City Hope. Well done. It's cool. This morning, um, or this afternoon, um, I don't know what, I guess, it's morning for some and afternoon for others. Central
1: time zone, it's only 1116 in the morning right now.
0: So it's still appropriate to say we'd like to motivate your Monday. We want you to have a great Monday. We want you to have a great week. And we think if we start off right, encouraging for Jesus, loving you, um, encouraging you, praying with you, that maybe, just maybe, you're gonna have a great day and a great week.
1: I think there are some days that start out great and then you get to that midday portion or two o'clock that two to five p.m. and you're just like oh I just need to make it through these next few hours and that sometimes is when we need it the most and so it's really good that we can uh, be a motivator and an encourager at all times Amen. how about that
0: amen yeah
1: because that's what we're called to be
0: it's true and not mm-hmm. just us but you too you know you don't have to be called to vocational ministry if you're just a believer come on that is your call to be an encourager in yeah. fact, part of the word today is talking about that, I, That's think. Awesome.
1: I think. That's awesome. I think maybe a little bit. I was going to tell you, you know, I was going to, I forgot to tell you that uh, I was going to like, well, could you pull out a scripture that has the word hope in it? Because, you know, it's kind of a theme, but I know how God works and I'm sure that this one is going to fall right in line. With
0: I that. don't have hope, but it's pretty close on there. So we'll go with that. <laughs> I'm
1: sure it's going to be great now. Yeah. So we'll have the word for your day here in a little bit as well. You guys are um,
0: you guys are a super quiet bunch. Mm-hmm. So if you have something to share, please just type right out there and absolutely.
1: Share. State Fair here in Kentucky began uh, this week, and so uh, we saw on our way into town to the hospital this morning, we saw a vehicle pulling a little trailer and it had like a dog kennel thing in it, and I was like, "What do they got in there?" And uh, was we got beside them and passed them. It was a goat. It was a And goat. I said, "I bet you they're on the <laughs> way to the state fair because yeah, nobody and, just puts up a goat on the right." Back of and a trailer. it wasn't
0: like a farm truck pulling <laughs> no, a trailer. No, it like was a really an, nice SUV. It was a family you know. SUV, <laughs> and they had their
1: clothes hanging in the window on, oh, yeah. the, on the door. Oh yeah, they're on so their way to fair. They're on, the they're way on their fair. way to fair, and fair has so much to offer. There's so many different exhibits and all the different things, and plus it's a way to get in and out of the heat. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking that that indoor exhibits are going to be really popular this week. Well, I'm thinking we may need
0: to take a visit this week during yep. the day and uh, go check out our favorite animals. This weekend yesterday was milk dairy milking cow day, and they okay. had milking exhibits where they let children and I think maybe. even... Even adults milk a cow wow you know i don't know that i have ever milked a cow have you milked a cow? yes when i was have a kid
1: mm-hmm. not regularly but i remember doing i'd it. like
0: to i don't know that i want to do it every morning yeah. but
1: that song you used to sing for vbs the the the, the milk 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 Give song. Me
0: an M.
1: that was crazy the kids always loved that though
0: What? how did that song go
1: i don't know i just remember milk 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 yeah. milk or something like that in it but then you, you, you had your fingers, you handed them, yeah. had them down like cow udders Oh yeah, or Oh yeah, would...
0: we did it like this and you pulled the thumbs and they were milking the cow. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. Crazy for- things would make kids I forgot do. how that song went. Now I'm going to have the, to go look it up.
1: All for the sake of uh, uh-huh. teaching them about Jesus. What does that song have to do with Jesus? I don't know. Man, have something to do I don't know.
0: Uh, you know, everybody sings Baby Shark. We used to do Baby Shark before it was cool on the YouTube. Oh, that's And true. it didn't have nothing to do with no, Jesus either. That's probably
1: where got started
0: but we sure did it yeah camp songs and children's church songs and we always want to point to jesus but sometimes we just need to work the wiggles out
1: yeah yeah for sure so our chickens are growing uh if you were following along last week we uh we got 25 chickens uh chicks that we've got and uh, brought them home and um man uh, they are just every day i go in there and i look at them and i'm like what in the world is happening here this is like growth spurts. We talked
0: about how fast chicks grow, how fast they mature and you know anything that's from fertilization unto hatching is 21 days and anything that produces grows and creates that quickly like the Lord creates it so quickly and then it it comes out and oh my goodness do we just have chicks that seem so tiny a few days ago and now they're like big. I was counting I have to tell you this story. I was counting them to make sure we had cleaned the. that right now they're in a brood Mm-hmm. And we cleaned the rooter this weekend and we moved them from one side and then pinned them and then cleaned that side and then moved them to the clean side and pinned them and, and cleaned that side. And while I was doing that, every it was kind of a little chaotic and feathers and all the things. And so I was doing this. I was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And while I was doing that, one of our biggest ones, we have a one set of five that are older by about a week or so than I think, mm-hmm. but than the other that's with, that's day that's one. The day we got them
1: that's first day right and
0: they're a lot bigger now do you have a do you have a video of today I
1: don't have anything okay. from today no okay
0: so that's week one or day one and so this this weekend when I was counting one of those ones that are a few days to a week older than the rest of them they're called mystic onyx they're black chicks We call her Peggy. I'll tell you why we call her Peggy in just a minute. (laughs) She reached up as I was counting one, two, three, four, five, and she, and she just, and I said, did you just peck at me? Did you just peck at me, Peggy? And so I I picked her up and I held her real close and I pet her and I loved her because my goal is every time they're aggressive or they do something like that, I'm just going to love them because that's what they need. They just need a little bit of handling to be tame all of our breeds are friendly and gentle breeds and so we we really have good chickens but sometimes they get a little crazy and those bigger ones right now think they rule the roost for sure but taylor baylor excuse me baylor called her pecky and (laughs) and i said well pecky's not a great name and so we ended up calling her peggy but peggy is pecky and she was uh pecking at me when i was counting them
1: she didn't know what she was going to be getting into. She well, thought.
0: I think she thought she was messing with somebody else, is really what she just is going <laughs> to learn different. Where'd you go? Oh, I was okay. going to cough while you're you coughing. were talking and you are <laughs> stopping. Oh, and I'm I like, okay. I didn't. Oh, I'll, I'll just hold it. I'm going to have to do more talking today because you guys are so quiet on here. Yeah it's like a a pre-recorded show without the (laughs) pre-recording
1: all right well let's talk about uh, let's talk about uh, this topic of the day here real quick uh, about uh, what is hope and how do we keep it okay Um, because I think that it's it's one of those things that uh, everybody can relate to Um,
0: well one thing about hope and I know you'll probably address this is that hopelessness leads to a lot of poor decision-making in the world have you Notice that that people, when yeah. they find themselves in a hopeless situation, or they feel like life has become hopeless, um, they don't have anything to look forward to. There's no encouragement, and without hope, they start making poor decisions. Um, whether it's using coping mechanisms that are inappropriate to escape, you know, drugs or alcohol or addictions or pornography, or, I mean, there's a million different things that you can escape in, right? It's just the truth. And when people get to a hopeless state, they start escaping because their life is hopeless. They feel like that's not true by the way. Also, um, hopelessness leads to deeper problems, depression, anxiety, anxiety and even suicidal tendencies. And so honestly, um, this topic that you're talking about is so important, not just for the world, but especially for believers. So take right. it away, Terry, tell us about hope.
1: Well, I think that uh, one of the things that first comes to mind is the definition of hope. And a lot of times we think of the definition of hope in the, in the most general term, like a like a child making a wish over a birthday cake with lit candles, right? Yeah. Uh, the Cambridge Dictionary explains that hope is when when one wants something to happen or to be true, okay? We hope that we get this or we hope this happens or we hope this turns out a certain way, right? That's that's how we kind of look at hope in one direction. And even though the little one squeezes and blows with all its might, it's unlikely that either mom or dad will provide the gift for which they were wishing for, right? So it's really not, it's not a good system and a good definition for that. But the Bible describes hope much differently. What is hope? It is, in today's culture, often used to represent wishful thinking, but the Old Testament verb translates hope like this, to trust and wait expectantly. Okay, that's a little different than wishing for a bike. Yeah. To hope, to trust, and wait expectantly, because Jeremiah 14, says this, therefore our hope is in you, God, for you are the one who does all this. And Jeremiah the prophet, he's not fearful. He isn't wondering if God's gonna come through because God's already told him that he will. And when God says he's gonna do something, he sticks with his word because he is God. And instead, Jeremiah confidently expects God to fulfill his promises to Israel. Now in the New Testament, Hope is no longer just a a, a mere part of speech, like a word that we use just and throw around all the time. Hope is invested in and focused on someone, Mm. the person of Jesus, the Messiah, the hope of one to come. And that hope is invested and focused on Jesus. So consider the words of 1 Timothy 4.10. It says, that is why we labor and strive because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people. Amen. And unlike a child that's blowing out those candles on the birthday cake and making a wish, biblical hope, it's not, it's not vain or fanciful thinking. Amen. Okay, instead hope rests in the sure and confident expectation that God, who sent Christ to pay the penalty for our sins, will meet all our needs, both in the present and for all of eternity. Amen. So if you're needing extra hope, here's three really quick ways that you can help bring back hope into your life today. Uh, you pray and spend time focusing on God's promises. Yeah, amen. Look them up. Look up promises of God yeah. and then read those. And then here's the second thing you can do. Journal through this yeah. process. Write down where you're at right now and say, I feel like I'm without hope, God, but I yeah. know because you've promised in this scripture verse right here that you will provide for all of my needs. And that way you get to see the progress as you journal. You'll see, I started here, but God brought me to here. Yeah. And you can see where he's brought you from and what he's brought you to and what he's going to bring you through. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So we pray, spend time focusing on his word and then journal about that. And the third thing is get accountability. Have a prayer partner, somebody you can trust, someone you can talk to, someone that'll pray with you that has God's best interests at heart for you as well. And someone that you know you can trust to be there whenever you're feeling hopeless.
0: Amen. There you go. That's so good, Terry. You know, hope is a man. His name is Jesus Christ. Yeah. If you if you forget the definition, right? Cause cause Cambridge and Webster, yeah, yeah, yeah. the worldly definition of hope is different Wishful than thinking, the Bible, right? Hope is the substance, come on, of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of things yeah. hoped for. Hope is a man named Jesus Christ. And him his relationship in us and our relationship in him is is the thing that turns those hopeless thoughts and hopeless lies from the enemy around
1: yeah, yeah that's yeah. really good babe yeah. check this out this is something we saw the other day and this is what started this whole thing about hope all right so uh, i'm gonna play a video here so i need to make sure to turn it up to where we can hear it and uh Here we go, all right? If you are in uh, that place of losing hope, here's a little something that maybe it will bring it up for you here. This is the moment that Heather Dornadon brutally slammed into the ground on the last lap of a 600-meter race. She was overtaking from second place when the other runner's foot tripped her.
0: It looked like Fyne just clipped her heel and she went down.
1: Completely devastating her chances of winning. Heather had been the favorite to win, but there were only 200 meters left of the race, so it was up to her teammate to bring it home. Heather's teammate used the clash as an opportunity to pull out from last place to the front of the pack. And it looked like she might just be able to get the win. And that's when something absolutely remarkable happened. Heather got up and started chasing down the pack. Dordan is flying down the back. She's she catching is, up. She is gonna catch Fondor and she may catch the leader. Wow. But She's got fun. This is a gutsy effort by Doran. <laughs> Isn't that oh, awesome? Oh
0: wow! Yeah. So if
1: you need a little bit of hope, then just uh, think about that. When you, you fall guys, down, we gotta just get back up. What and if keep she, going? What
0: if she would have wallowed there and said, well, "It's no use. Why would I get up?"
1: Yeah, I know it. I oh, think about that all goodness, the time. She
0: wasn't hopeless.
1: And about the thing about uh, maturity as we become, as we're believers, the the more, the shorter the time between falling down and getting back up that is, we'll notice that time shrinks oh, more and more as we grow to more, be more guys, like, and trust on Jesus. You guys, as believers,
0: Dr. Brian Powell says this all the time, you cannot lose if you don't quit. Yeah. If you <laughs> quit, that's the only way you lose. You just got to keep running. Even if you fall, you got to crawl until you walk. And if you walk, then you can run. Come on. We just got to keep going. That's right. Hey, good morning. There's some folks that have joined us this morning. Let's give a great big shout out to them. Monica Masterson, sweet sister in Omaha, Nebraska. Good morning. We love you. I hope it's not so hot up there, although I think it probably is. Brandon Edwards, our sweet friend we miss who's down in Alabama. That's right. Good to see you this morning. Pastor Brandon, we love you and Becca and the kids so much. Ter- Carolyn Teal. Good, morning, good Carolyn morning, Carolyn from Kansas city area. She's from like Kingsville, Missouri, where yeah. Warren is. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think she's there too. Yeah. So bless you, Carolyn. Great to see you guys this morning. Um, love being with you. It might not be morning where you're at. So if it's afternoon, like where we're at, we say good afternoon to you. It's the lunchtime edition. That's right. Of the good morning show.
1: It's the, uh, the Monday midday motivation episode. Uh, and if you missed our last episode it was um on Saturday morning our Saturday morning setup we talked about how to uh get out of a rut ways to recognize it and get out of a rut some uh, things there Um, we also talked about uh, breakfast anytime do you like breakfast at any time we uh, it was also world honeybee day and we talked a little bit about that and about the 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 ways to celebrate world honeybee day and uh, just just all the good stuff that always comes along whenever you guys make this a very special time in our day as well and so we thank you for that if you want to catch up on previous episodes anytime you don't have to wait for the live shows you can go back and watch any of the previous episodes all the way back to number one Yeah, a year and a half ago. Which is a very um, different Yes, show. it is. But <laughs> you could go back to our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv and click on the blog link and you can scroll through there. I also posted, uh, um, a now there's a menu on there that you can look at different months throughout the year and, and see different posts from. So if you're just feeling random, you know, go back and see what we were doing uh, August last year and um, it'll give you all the shows for that at thegoodmorningshow.tv.
0: You know what else you can do is you can link over to YouTube or Mm -hmm. you could just go to YouTube and look up The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright follow subscribe and hit the bell for notification for our channel that way when we decide that we have something to do in the morning and we have to push it back to afternoon like today we can still see you because when we go live you get a notification and you don't miss one episode you don't miss one minute we don't want you to miss because we love doing this with you because quite frankly we can't do it without you because if we did it without you it's just terry and i sitting here yeah, uh, you looking know. at each other <laughs> not that
1: that's a bad thing it's no, just so I much like better it. when you guys are along it's with a us. lot
0: fun it's a lot more fun with you all around and what we did this morning was so important we had the very very distinct opportunity to um, have pastoral ministry at the hospital and can I tell you how God just really showed up he's just been so faithful in um, this entire family that we were with is his his faithfulness endures. And I hope that very soon they'll come on and they'll give you their own testimony. That's right. So That's right. we were really blessed to be a part of that. So thanks for giving us grace for being able to come on a little later today.
1: And speaking of testimony, if you've got a testimony, maybe uh, uh, something that uh, you know we've prayed for on the show or some way the Lord has spoken to you through this show, we're not looking for kudos for us, but we wanna share those things with others. If you're willing, go to our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv click on the contact us button and send us a little note. Just let us know how God is working through what we're doing here and how he is. I mean, we heard a, a testimony th- in the drive through uh, or at the Krispy Kreme the other day uh, about how, you know, God's using this show to you know we to didn't, touch people not in only places that, and ways we never knew.
0: Yesterday was like a full set of testimonies. Um, yeah. Even, and I just realized you didn't get to hear because you went over to kids. You was Ki- kingdom was kids.
1: kids. And Church, so, uh-huh. because
0: you were doing kingdom kids, well, what happened before my message was I probably didn't have to preach yesterday because testimonies and prayer requests were erupting and we were awesome. doing what the body does. It's no different. Do you know how important your testimony is or the testimony of God working in your life currently is? Let me just tell you that the word says in Revelation 3 that that we overcome the enemy of our soul, Satan, the the one who wants to steal and kill and destroy us. We overcome him By the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ, the word of our testimony, and that we do not even love our life so much that we would be willing to die for Christ. That's a big... Three. But can I tell you, if we just trust the blood of the lamb's already been shed, it's already won, it's already overcome. And every single time we give a testimony of God's goodness, we are squashing the enemy. We are stripping him of power. We are destroying hell with every testimony of God's goodness. So don't keep it in. Share. That's right. Let us know. For
1: sure. For sure. For sure. And, uh let's Yeah, see.
0: Monica, that was an amazing race, wasn't it? To watch that video made me cry. Everything makes me cry. I'm a crier. Yeah, that's but like the
1: third or fourth time I've seen it and I've felt that way every that time I is watched so it. That's so
0: good. <laughs> that is Man. so good. I also got another video sent to me this weekend that is super powerful, but we are going to wait on that one because yeah. that one's going to have to come with a word, I think.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, by the way, I'll put that video on our uh, website for the blog for today's show, so that you can go and you can point it to other people and, and share it with them, and say you need to check out this race talk about having some hope.
0: Man, uh, for and sure. so
1: uh, maybe you can share that with somebody, and it'll be in the blog section on our website.
0: What a testament to just yeah. not giving up, right?
1: Absolutely, just not absolutely. Not Never up. lose hope. Never. Never lose hope. How about a little word for our day? Speaking you know, today
0: hope, is August the twenty first, twenty twenty three, and kids are back in school. All over the place, and we're staring down the end of summer, and fall is almost here. And if you go to any of your retail stores, you would think it's here tomorrow because everything's on display for the fall season. But today is also the day that we look at Proverbs 21. We try to account for days of the uh, calendar with days of Proverbs. It's not something we have to do, it's just a really good way to maybe get in your word every time you look at the calendar and you note the date maybe it will motivate you and remind you to open the word of God so because it's August 21st we're going to look at Proverbs 21 the verse this morning is verse 3 Proverbs 21 and 3 to do righteousness and justice is desired by the Lord rather than sacrifice So a little backstory is this is the book of Proverbs, likely written by Solomon or other wise men in that era, but most of them are attributed to Solomon. We're talking to a chosen people of God, Israel, who live by a set of rules and laws, about 616 of them, where they follow laws to be, holy quote unquote to be sinless or to be forgiven and able to be that which come before the lord now they make sacrifices for forgiveness of sin Um, there is the day of atonement when all of the men and the people gather around and they lay their hands on the goat on this goat as if laying their sin, confessing their sin once a year on this goat, and this goat takes upon their sin, and then they release that goat away from the people um, to remove the sin. Um, they regularly make animal sacrifices of sheep and lamb and they cattle and bull and ox and even birds and um, grain offerings and wine offerings and what they're doing is they're sacrificing what they have to the Lord for different times of the year or to cover their sin or to make amends and a relationship with the Lord is based on sacrificing something you have. How does that equate to today? Today, we have a church that sort of has a system set up where people come once a week, they sit down, and sometimes they come as an obligation or a duty, like a religious obligation. And they come and they put their money, maybe it's offering, maybe it's tithe, in the plate, in the offering plate or the offering basket, or maybe you do it online and you just do it out of obligation. That is your sacrifice. Instead of sacrificing some of your flock, You sacrifice your finances or you give of your time. Well, it's time to go clean the church. Well, it's time to go participate. And what that is, is us sacrificing something back to the Lord. And you know what the Lord is saying? I I really don't care about your sacrifices. He says, I care about your heart. To prove this point, I'm gonna back up one verse and I'm just gonna read what it says. It says, every man's way is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the heart. We can give, we can sacrifice, we can go without, we can lay down our lives, we can lay down our our flocks, the best sheep we have, come on the most money we have. We may be struggling with feeling condemned or shame from the enemy and so we just give more money to the church and the Lord's like, "I don't need your money." He says, "I want your heart." He says, doing acts of righteousness and justice. Listen, those acts aren't really works. What he's saying is when your heart is mine, when you're in right relationship with me and we are connected by the heart because you have a new heart and it's part of my heart and when we're in that relationship, you're automatically going to be righteous. You're automatically going to want to do acts of justice and righteousness. Those things flow out of a healthy heart relationship with Jesus Christ and if we're in this love relationship and our heart is pure and we want to please God because we love God and he's our ambition and he's our agenda, then I promise you what flows out of our life, our words, our thoughts, every part of our life changes and is transformed by this heart connection to Christ. And God is saying all the way back in Proverbs, even before Jesus is on the scene, you will You want to know what pleases me? Because remember, they're making all these animal sacrifices to please God. They're just trying to please God. And they've fallen into a pattern where they don't really care about anything to do with God except for just doing what they have to do to get by. If I just put $20 in the plate, if I just show up, it's enough to get me into heaven, surely, right? And God is saying, I don't want your money. I don't want you sacrificing. I don't want you doing what you think that means to please me because what really pleases me is when your heart wants me and my heart wants you and we know each other. It's all about the posture of your heart. You ever wondered why King David was a man after God's own heart when he made grave, deadly mistakes? and sinned greatly against the Lord. But the Lord said, he's the apple of my eye. He's a man after my own heart. Why would he say that? Because when he realized he had done so wrong, he repented because he realized he wanted to please the Lord because he loved him. And God saw the posture of his heart It's not about sacrificing animals. It's not about sacrificing your finances. You are gonna wanna give. You're gonna wanna be so generous with your finances and your money when you're in right heart relationship with the Lord because it's an outflow. You're gonna want to sow into ministries and into people because the Lord's gonna put it on your heart to bless people because it turns people soft toward him, but not because it's a duty or an obligation. He doesn't want or need that. What he wants is your whole heart. And he wants to see you do acts of righteousness and justice because of the overflow of that heart relationship. It's a lot in that little verse, isn't there? Can we just pray into this? Lord, today... I pray that we would not set on our laurels and rest in this place of knowing we've paid up our tithe, we've showed up every Sunday, that we've done the thing we have to do, but I pray that we would allow your Holy Spirit and ourself to examine our heart to see, is it really my desire to love and please the Lord Jesus? Is it really my desire, Lord, to be in right relationship with you? Will you help me check my own motives? Will you help all of us check our own motives and our own intentions that we would not simply do the acts and run the program, but that we would really care that loving you and pleasing you is our top priority and that we focus on you so much that everything that comes out of that is a beautiful sacrifice of praise unto you. Lord, we pray these things today in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's your word for the day.
1: Amen. That's good. Thank you. Yep, we, uh, we need to check our motivation and uh, why are we wanting to do what we're doing?
0: You know, and oftentimes when we get off track here with this, it's not because we did it on purpose. No. We just got busy, right? We got distracted, right? We started thinking about all the things we had to do and so we just started doing the things we knew we needed to do, but our motivation wasn't a love relationship with Christ. It wasn't about spending time with Him. It wasn't about living in that place of His presence, just dwelling not only in us, but around us. We just lost track. It's true. and It's easy to do. The Bible talks about that. And he uses your word for the day in hope deferred, right? Because yeah. we drift and we Makes don't realize we're sick. drifting. That's right.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man, oh man. Just a little tiny verse can speak so much. That's awesome. Yeah, Thanks it, for bringing that one. N-
0: you're very welcome. Thank you. By the way, uh, many of you have reached out to us. I love this to let us know that you appreciate us helping you find a place to read the Bible. And so I know many of you are reading a Proverbs a day. Um, I actually have been burdened um, for a couple different things. Oh, I hate to say this out loud because now it's gonna, I'm gonna hold, have to be held accountable. One, I believe that I feel like the Lord is telling me that there's other places that I can help you by jumping in and reading your word. And so I'm gonna start um, maybe pointing you that direction. And number two, the Lord has really burdened me to um, write a... Well, there's a couple books in my heart, and I'm not a writer, so you'll have to you have to give me grace with that. But one of them is a daily devotional journal. Terry talked about one of the things that we can do to keep and return our hope is to journal in the Lord. And some of us don't really want to do that, and some of us don't really know how to do that. And so I thought I would share with you what the Holy Spirit has taught me through the years by just creating a book for you to sit down and write in. It will give um, prayer prompts. It will give scripture readings and it'll just generally help us and it's not a program but it is a way for us to use this tool to connect with the Lord and grow deeper
1: amen that's good that's good and you don't have to be a writer because I good, mean when you speak,
0: I am not
1: now nah, with all the new technology we just take the, the things that you've spoken and said and and it'll put it out onto paper for us and we can share it digitally and I mean it's so good You know, you mentioned earlier about uh, thanking our podcast listeners, and uh, I know that there are certain people that you're like podcasting. eh, I don't really know what that is, or I don't get too uh, too much involved in that. But really, I think we take it for granted. Podcasting is when you can take the show with you wherever you go and listen whenever you want on your own time on demand and if you have an, uh, an iPhone or an iPad you can find us at Apple Podcasts. You can also find us at Spotify. Mm-hmm. Also Google. Uh, we're on, on the Google. All those all those platforms they're on our website the goodmorningshow.tv mm-hmm. and you can find that by going there and clicking on the, the little social links and you'll find uh, all that stuff uh, on that page right there. So That's great. Yeah,
0: Robin. Robin over at Fort Knox Kentucky she's doing all the work today she says it's been crazy we love you Robin thanks for tuning in sweet sister yes. Carolyn said the message yesterday was so good I wonder if you're talking about River City Hope. Sunday morning River I City bet Hope. you are Carolyn <laughs> thank you the Lord was really really faithful and um, we talked about him as our good Shepherd and what that really means for us yeah. good today too
1: oh well thank you You know, I remember, it was probably two years ago, um, I did. I did a little uh, one on the the shepherd, and do you know the shepherd? Mm-hmm. That was the name of it. And I learned so much about sheep and about shepherds in investigating that message and putting that together. I even got to use some of it yesterday because here's here's how cool the word the Lord works. It's so okay, good. so so we go to church, and um, I go in to print off some things to give the kids to do during children's church because Melissa was going to be in the main sanctuary, and so um, I was printing off. We were going to do baby mo. We were going to talk about all kinds of stuff, had some games and activities, and I mean, it was just going to be a fun day in the Lord, right? And so I go in there, and um, we, uh, we had fewer kids than normal, and um, so I said, you know what? I think maybe we'll just, uh, I, I was debating on whether or not we would do that full, the full uh, baby Moses thing. And I set my papers down with all the sheets and everything on the table in the in the kids' room, and I looked, and there was a printout that said uh, "Hearing the Shepherd's Voice for Kids" from from the curriculum and stuff that we use, and I was like. I don't remember printing that out what I must have printed it out for somebody and they didn't use it or whatever and it was the exact same scripture John 10 and messages that Melissa was preaching in the main sanctuary and I was like you know what today kids we're going to be talking about um, the shepherd the good shepherd and uh, so I got to use some of the stuff that I had from that about sheep falling down you know and a tendency and the shepherd being there to be faithful to pick them up and protect them and all the stuff you know and it was, it was so good that he redirected us. So we, we totally shifted gears right in the middle of, of our plan.
0: Well, um, and you came out and you said, did you print that out for me? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. And he no. said, and he told me what had happened. And do you know that no one, I'm the only people that have access to the curriculum um, right now is Terry and I.
1: Right, right.
0: And I didn't do that. at all, ever. And I said, Terry, did you know that's what I preached this morning? And he was like, I thought that you had left that for us. It was the Lord. We have no idea how that curriculum got in there. We also had something really, really cool happen with worship yesterday. Mm -hmm. Our worship songs were chosen for yesterday's date in a set and we didn't choose them. Like we opened the planning center and the songs were in there. And he said, Melissa, did you plan I, a set? And I, I said, no, I, I never maybe, do that.
1: I and I, I don't know, the only other way it could have happened is if I would have been the one who was thinking ahead and thought, oh, these would be some good songs for next week and I just didn't record it. You know, didn't write it down. So they it was, were, it was they already were, done and ready to go.
0: They were super special um, and it really, it was yeah. just, a, I mean, I was weeping and I just thank the Lord that whatever he had his hand in yesterday, um, it was so obvious and clear. We just went with his plan, right? We went with his leading. And so here's a soapbox I'll climb on for a minute. Um, What if we left space in our lives and in our Sunday services for the Holy Spirit to come and lead and change everything up? Would that freak us out? Would it freak us out if we have a bulletin or a schedule and we don't follow it? I mean what would it be like if we don't just give him a couple minutes between 10:47 and 10:55 right. but we just we were just really open to letting him change up our whole plans and trusting into that Yeah What if we did that? I think it would be something that says to the Lord, listen, we're not going to do a schedule. We're going to trust you. We're going to follow you.
1: Janice says those are God winks, right? It's
0: the truth. Yeah. It really, really is. And
1: Carolyn said that her sister was a shepherdess.
0: Oh, she loved
1: uh, lambing season.
0: Oh my goodness. That is so fabulous. I bet it would be something to have a conversation with you because everything that we've learned about sheep and we got to share, um, is because we did research, not on the internet, not because we've ever dealt with sheep. Right. I never have. Never.
1: Yeah. Yeah well uh let's did, see let's
0: did you have sheep um, we didn't have sheep up? no
1: you... we didn't ever have we had some goats but we didn't have sheep okay
0: so. goats chickens mm-hmm. horses and cattle we've had we know mm-hmm. uh pigs a little bit
1: yep we had a little bit of pigs
0: bunnies mm-hmm. like chickens are bunnies my thing, and chickens but what we i do not know anything about yeah, sheep yeah. but i'll tell you something it's not it's not an accident that the lord chose that as the analogy The good shepherd to the sheep. For sure.
1: For sure. Good
0: stuff. Where's our background music? It sounds so quiet. I was
1: going here little news you can use.
0: I love the news you can use yeah. segment. This is good news. There's good news happening across the globe and we want you to know what it is. Don't focus on the bad. Don't even listen to that stuff. Yeah. Listen to what encourages you. Terry Wright's going to bring us the news you can use. Take it away, Terry.
1: If you've been following any kind of sports or any kind of thing online or on TV, you know that Wimbledon and tennis has been real big right now. And so in our news, you can use today one of the world's rising stars in women's tennis won her third singles title of the year Sunday and then thank Jesus for protecting her. Her name is Coco Goff, she's 19 years old, and she uh, defeated her opponent uh, in the finals to win the Western and Southern Open in Cincinnati, her fifth singles title and her most impressive championship yet. And the day before, she had won another match with one of the world's top players in the semifinals. And two weeks ago, she won the DC Open, so Coco is really on a roll. And she's attributing it all to her Lord and Savior, Jesus. Now, Goff is ranked number six in the world, is the first teenager to reach five career titles since um, 2008 and 2009, someone else did it. And she advanced to the finals of the 2022 French Open, but suffered a shocking defeat this year when she lost in the opening round of Wimbledon. But she says, it's unbelievable. In a post-televised post-game interview Sunday, she said, I'm just happy to be here in this moment. I'd like to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. She says, it's been a lot of nights alone, crying, trying to figure it out. And you know, I still have a lot to figure out, but you know, I thank him for covering me.
0: Hallelujah.
1: And Goff's heroes are two American tennis legends who also captured the spotlight as teens. We know them as Venus and Serena Williams. And uh, Goff began playing tennis at six and at age 15 became the youngest qualifier for Wimbledon in the open era. And she uh, comes from an athletic family and also uh, has, uh, after she won the DC Open, she posted a Bible verse on Instagram, Philippians 413. She also referenced her faith in an interview and she says, first, I'd like to thank my father God for this. All right, and uh, then after losing in first round Wimbledon, it was a tough situation. She says, "You know, a lot of player, a lot of prayers, and a lot of support from my church family helped her get through that." And so, thank you to him, thank you to God who supports me, and Goss family attends St. John Missionary Baptist Church in Boynton Beach, Florida. Hallelujah! She has eight career double. Doubles titles.
0: Come on.
1: And she's only 19 years old. Way to
0: go, sister. Isn't that awesome? Way to go. There's some
1: news you can use. That
0: is good news you can use. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. I love that. That's right.
1: That's right. Now, you know, the, the news you can use basically is a is something you can talk about uh, around the around the table or, or at work or water at the store cooler, or whatever yeah. it is. Do people still have water coolers? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but that's a term that we use, right? But when you're just talking with people, you say, hey, did you hear about that 19-year-old? She's like won all these titles and everything. And she was, you know, giving praise to the Lord for helping her through every situation. Well,
0: I like that she identified him, her Lord and Savior. Yes. You know what? People who are lost first have to recognize they need saving
1: absolutely and
0: then they need to know that the only savior that can save them is jesus christ he's the only way absolutely And so i love that story terry thank you so much for your excellent news reporting i sure appreciate it i like
1: i like the the news that maybe you don't hear in other places like that because it's really it's really discouraging sometimes all the bad news that we hear all the time. And, there
0: is a lot of that. so,
1: you know, and I, I know it's truth, it's reality in most cases. I say truth lightly. Eh. Uh, the reality of things like when disasters strike and well, different things that happen. Well, it the reality
0: just- according to our senses and our physical cir- right. circumstances right. but my question always is what's the kingdom reality yes. right what's jesus that's saying? right
1: what is what does god's word say about that's it? right you know that's right mary so. Kay
0: says good good word yesterday and worship god was in charge and so present yesterday and everything even the food giveaway that's right he helped us so much i mean i don't know i don't know people say this all the time i don't know what people do without the lord jesus i yeah. i also know that i i am so grateful that we can leave space to have him lead because his ideas, his way is so much better than any plan we could come up with.
1: You know, and so often you do hear about tragedies that happen and you're like, how do people get through any of these things without Jesus? You know, that's, that's really hard.
0: It's true. And you know what else? It's time to get to know you. This is the time in our show where we kind of close with the get to know you segment. There are about 190 uh, different questions, and these Mm -hmm. questions are random. We don't know what they are, and so we have you pick a number between 1 and 191, and then what happens is we read that question, and Terry and I answer the question, but we want you to answer the question as well. This is how we get to know you, and you get to know us, and... Everybody feels a little bit closer in the family. That's right. So here it is. You give us a number between one and one ninety-one. Is that right?
1: Yeah. What number do you think it's gonna be?
0: I think it's gonna be I think it's
1: gonna be less than a hundred. Like you under a so? hundred. Yeah. I
0: don't know. Let's see. Janice yeah. says fifty-six.
1: Fifty-six, Janice. Carolyn says through. people
0: are so hungry for his presence. You know, that's what we have to do. We don't have to think of a better program. We have to figure out how to usher in and Steward his manifest presence well because that's where every transformation comes from and takes place, his presence. And I'm agreeing. Here's the question number 56 today.
1: All right. What hobby do you think would be a lot of fun to get into?
0: Well, we're doing it. I think raising chickens is a (laughs) great hobby. I love it. And I did that for a couple years before we went on the road full time as ministers. Um, This is the first time we're able to do that again. And so I'm excited about that. But I also have a little like secret. There's another hobby I would love to get involved in, especially with our daughter. Um, But we're not at this place in life and I don't feel super compelled to do it. Um, But I would love to have a horse and do horse riding yeah. and maybe even a few competitions. Have her do that yeah. and just look um, and learn what it's like to care for such a beautiful animal. Yeah. So there's my secret that's, hobby.
1: That's fun. I think that would be good, especially if we live in horse country. I mean, you live in yeah. Kentucky, the Bluegrass yeah. State. There are no shortages of horse farms and, right. and ranches and all kinds of stuff. It's really amazing.
0: I also think I chose that because Baylor loves loves horses Yeah, so much. she
1: does. Okay, she Okay, go ahead.
0: What about you? I
1: This is. Is a, this is a weird one out of left field for me but I just for some reason have thought about this when I was a kid I started to get into making little models like car models and airplanes yeah. I did a space shuttle one when the space shuttle came out in 1980 uh and I, I I did but I haven't done I haven't done those in years and years and years I mean like over 40 years let's say almost 50 years because it was really when I was young and they had the, uh, you remember the Universal Studios, the monsters, they had Frankenstein and Dracula and the Mummy and all that. There was a, a company that put those out, and it was the Mummy, how you fun. know. And so I think I think uh, plastic modeling of That'd some sort fun. would be yeah. cool, putting all the parts together.
0: Robin says I would like to learn to crochet. My mom was so good at it, and I never learned. I don't oh. know how to do that either. I try a couple times, and then everything kind of balls up on itself because <laughs> I'm not doing it. right. Or it right. gets
1: tangled in the. Yeah, I haven't thing done it out, in you know? years, so.
0: I'm that, uh, that would cool. be cool yeah. that would be cool Janice likes gardening as as a hobby I think uh-huh. boy we've Getting enjoyed outside. we've really enjoyed that this year mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yesterday we had more than a mess oh, of tomatoes uh, we had a, a grocery sack full and I mean full of tomatoes that we harvested from the garden so yesterday. when does a hobby
1: turn into a profession when you have like four or five tomatoes or you have four or five bags I tomatoes?
0: don't think we're anywhere near that also uh, Brett's like mom you should sell those and I'm like honey everybody in shelby county is growing Everybody's that got many tomatoes, tomatoes, right tomatoes. Now. <laughs> Yep, that's
1: right nothing better than home home uh homegrown though
0: hey i'll tell you what that was a good question yeah,
1: robin says she loves horses
0: oh yeah same yeah same, same. both my girls do too they Taylor come up to taylorsville
1: to uh, check out the horses that's Isn't right that what they do that's yeah. right
0: they do i've forgotten that that's that's right terry good remembering awesome hey you guys it uh monica says i love horse riding i've heard Cost more than what we could afford. Plus, Donnie is scared of them. I I think it is a very expensive and time-consuming hobby. That's probably not something I feel the Lord calling us to. Although, I think we'd like to do a little trail riding at maybe one of the facilities. But I don't know that we'll have that opportunity to have that hobby here. Yeah, We'll just dream of it right? Right. So it's been so much fun getting to know you. I love asking these questions and hearing everybody's answers. I think that's so fun. I've loved being with you over the lunch hour. You're a great lunch date. Thanks for hanging out with us.
1: <laughs> that's right. Hey, we're looking forward to Thursday night live. Do we have Thursday night this week? Yeah, I think we do Thursday night live. Uh, and if you haven't already subscribed on our YouTube channel, go do that. So you get the notifications. Also go to our website, the good morning TV. You can sign up for email notifications. There so that when things happen we sent out an email this morning announcing that we were going to be a little later today and so those of you who signed up for that you have that email that's another way we communicate and we look forward to 9 p.m on thursday evening thursday night live it's going to be a good time 9 guaranteed. p.m
0: eastern that's 8 right. p.m central 7 p.m mountain and 6 p.m pacific
1: that's all the way over to the west coast that's good we well, bless you guys have a great day be motivated and remember never lose hope
0: keep your hope all right Miss Jesus. That's right. Bye for now. We'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.